Welcome back to the official Jets podcast powered by Amazon Web Services here in the BetMGM Casino Studio. Arthur Millette joining the pod this week. Thanks for yo, joining yo, yo. us. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Thanks so for being here. We were just talking about gumbo. We'll talk about gumbo later on in the in the podcast. <laughs> but you know, I was reading some stuff online and I was watching actually some of your high school highlights. Mm-hmm. You were a punter in high school, all <laughs> district? Yeah, man. He loves this. I was a punter. I played soccer. Whatever that had a ball, I really did it. I tried to see what I was best at. What do you? What were you averaging as far as gross in the net? I honestly couldn't tell you, but I definitely had like five or six inside the 20s, like on the <laughs> two, three-yard line. Okay. And does does Boyer know that you were a punter? No, nah, he doesn't know. Okay. I try not to, you know, try to take anybody's job. All right. Well, I you think could I'm be, pretty you good, could, though. Could I play emergency. soccer. Yeah, I definitely could. A little yeah, trickery, too. That, that's, that I is, saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I saw a uh, fake punt run for first down oh, on yeah. your high school yes, team. Sir. Yes, that sir. is interesting. The soccer background. Mm-hmm. What, what got you going in, in that direction? Um, Actually, man, uh, I didn't play football till my senior year in high school. Really? Senior year? Yeah, I didn't. Nah. I was a basketball, soccer guy, um, and then it kind of translated perfect to fo- the football field because with soccer, I need the endurance, the footwork. I played striker, and I played goalie, and then with basketball, I was a real defensive guy, I can, and I played points, so it just worked hand-in-hand with football as, as being a defensive back, so it kind of like helped me out a lot. Boy, that's late in your career. That's got to give a lot of people hope out there who are uh, young athletes, aspiring mm-hmm. Uh, scholar athletes, maybe on the collegiate level, but what made you make that transition senior year of high school? I was a senior. I wanted to try everything. Me and my friends were sitting down on the bench one day. He's like, man, Art, come play football. I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. I did it, and I loved it. I loved it. Nothing's like football. You have to take all 11 to be able to be successful in other other sports I play, like soccer and basketball. One individual can get hot and you can win. With football, everybody has to be on the same page to win. So it's a brotherhood and it's camaraderie. So I love it. And you loved being a DB from day one, or is that something that – I played safety and defensive back, and I did punt return. So, I mean, I loved it. I mean, I wasn't getting hit, so that was the great part about it. I was doing the hitting, and it was high school. Like, if you're an athlete, you're going to – you're going to be successful. So, Were you a physical soccer player? Because I don't think a lot of people give uh, soccer players enough uh, credit. It's like that... football without pads, to be honest. There you go. Yeah. Really? yeah. It is. Um, yeah, I definitely was. Um, that's why they had me at striker and forward. And it was pretty dope. How about using your head? Uh, almost got one. Yeah? Almost. <laughs> Didn't, though. Um, what were you running in high school? I ran a 4-4, but it's crazy. <laughs> When I went to the combine, I ran a four six. Nobody would ever guess when I tell them, like all my teammates, they're like, "Oh, what you running your forty yard?" I'm like four six. But the really? like what? So uh, how dis? Well, maybe that go. Maybe that's that was why the you, reason I didn't get drafted. Yeah, why are the Merlot didn't was, get drafted? That was <laughs> I was the exact say that. reason. Like four six five, four six six. That's why I didn't. How get much did you prepare for the forty yard dash itself? Because uh, to me. It's all about technique, right? It's yeah, not necessarily like it, about it's speed. It's about your yeah, beginning. Yeah, it's about the, the start. And, and I had horrible starts. Yeah. Like, as soon as I – this was my first time running a 40 at the NFL Combine on laser. Like, Right. Yeah. Well, like, how would you prepare for that? <laughs> right. So, uh, first two steps, I popped straight up, and that was it was it. a wrap. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I, I wanted to ask you about this. I just wanted to check the name before. I didn't want to mess it up here. You said you're a basketball player. Mm-hmm. 
I was watching this video and I think if I mispronounce the name, I'm sorry. Assistant basketball coach Micah Hagan mm-hmm. said that your senior year you weren't shooting too hot. Mm-mm. You worked on your shot. Yeah. And then you made a buzzer beater in the state championship, uh, a three for the win. Is that true? Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, let, I, I, w- I want to know more about that moment. Um, yeah. Were you open? Was this a half court shot? What's going on here? It was probably like 2.3 seconds left. Um, we get the ball at half court. Um, <laughs> I pass it into one of my teammates. It's funny. Well, I you, in, were, you were. I was inbounding. Yeah, so yeah. this is before I took the shot. I'm passing into one of my teammates. And we crossed the the half court, and he's about to travel. And our coach calls a timeout, 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 timeout. We're like, oh, crap. So uh, <laughs> we get somebody else to inbound the yeah. ball. And like I tell my friend, I'm like, bro, if I'm in a corner and nobody's there, I know I can hit that shot. I've been working <laughs> on it for so long. So I wrap, wrap around the key, and I'm opening the corner. He throws it to me. I shoot it and swish. Game time. Corner Where, pocket. Eight ball corner pocket. Where do you guys play that? Uh, we played at home. Okay. We played in Louisiana at our stadium, so it was pretty dope. What was it like for you growing up in New Orleans? A lot of people go down there, mm-hmm. a lot of tourists, yeah. uh, obviously. And New Orleans has been through a lot over the years. Uh, for someone who comes from there, mm-hmm. um, how would you describe that area? It's one of a kind, man. Uh, the culture there is, is so, totally different from everywhere else. I would say if you haven't been, go. Like, for a tourist, if you haven't been, definitely go, man. Um, the food's great. Yeah. The people are nice. Um, there's so much that you can get into. I mean, I lived there all my life, literally, and I haven't been to all the restaurants there. I'm a big foodie, so that's a challenge to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good food. Um, I love it, man. I love the culture there. People are great. Food's great. And that's all I need. I mean, I, I love it. What are must-dos for people who go down there? In Obviously. New Orleans, because you just said you're a foodie, so give them a couple of restaurants. And also, okay. what about some history? What should they take okay. in? Um, so, seafood, definitely. Uh, that's uh, uptown New Orleans. Okay. That's where I was born and raised. Uh, then you got, like, uh, you got like uh, Neo's is a great spot to go. Uh, you got your – that's Creole cuisine. You have, like, etouffee. You have your crawfish. You etouffee. Have, oh, Y'all make me want to go back home now, man. <laughs> then, uh, like, if you want, like, seafood platters, you go to Mr. Ed's. And anything that you want there in the city, you can get it. It's Is uh, Papado's in the South, too? Yeah, but that's, like, more that's like. That's, like, fast food, right? Yeah, but that's more like Texas. It's okay. not, not even by us. And we were talking before about your gumbo, mm-hmm. your recent seafood-only guy, or yeah. trending that way. Yeah. First of all, tell us about the gumbo. Okay. Like what what what's your recipe what's your recipe without giving away too many secrets here? Uh, uh nice little uh gumbo base. Uh, obviously I have to get everything the the tricky part about it is I have to get everything next day shipped up to here or two day shipped up to here. Okay, so you get it like I can't even there. get it from up here. Yeah. So it'll be a lot of like Zataran stuff, uh king crabs, uh crawfish tails. All type of crazy stuff like that, but it has to be frozen the next day shipped up here. Like, I can't get it up here to make mm. it, so it's dope. And how often do you find yourself cooking? Not too often. Because, because you know, you know Mar- Marcus and the fellas are taking care of you downstairs. Yeah, yeah they're taking care of me, man. Marcus yeah. is a really good cook, yes. actually, man. So yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. Love Did you have guys. the la- – oh, no, you, you're not eating meat, right? Nope. All right, well, he made lamb the other week. It was really good. <sighs> it, it was like – I don't know if, if either of you like lamb. I've had it. I like it. I've never had it. it. You've never had lamb? Never. It's uh. Never had lamb chops. No. 
Come on. The the way Marcus makes them, they're they're amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was just his birthday. Well, uh, so happy you know, birthday. Okay, yeah, so, happy so, birthday so, Marcus. Yeah, yeah, so Marcus is a chef here. I got I got a bone to pick with him, though. <laughs> about uh, six months ago, no, maybe it was about even a calendar year, he says, you don't need the red meat, man. Stop, stop eating the red meat. So <laughs> now, over the last couple months, you know what he's been doing? He's been doing basically the keto diet. He's been eating mm. nothing but basically red meat. No, no. Car- no carbs. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That doesn't mean he eats red meat, though. He is. He is, though. He's eating the red meat? Oh, yeah. He's definitely on it. Yeah. I thought he was just eating chicken and fish. No, I think he's definitely eating red meat. I've seen it. We got to catch him in his yeah, tracks, yeah. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll help you out. <laughs> so I got to imagine, listen, I, you're such an interesting background because playing soccer, you decided you're going to play football, senior year of high school. There aren't a lot of guys in the National Football League who play community college ball. Oh, man, yeah, <laughs> that was rough. Yeah? Yeah, community college, Juco was rough, man, because obviously I didn't play football for a long time, and that's when I really found my passion for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like similar to the NFL. It's a 52-man roster okay. in Juco. Um, and out-of-staters, you only get four slots on each side, so four out-of-state on, um, on offense, four out-of-state on defense. And so where that, did you go to school? I went to Copia Lincoln in Mississippi. In Mississippi, yeah. <sighs> One red light, a diner, a family dollar, and <laughs> a gas station. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The closest McDonald's, Waffle House, was like 30 minutes away. I didn't have a car. It was horrible. <laughs> and, and Juco is where Eat Greedy came to life, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because you had four meals that would last you a weekend? Yeah, the whole weekend. I, they'll get out on Thursday, so I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Those those meals was that's all I had. I didn't I didn't have a job or anything, so they would help make sure they cook something a little bit different for me for the weekend that I could eat and won't get bored about it. Was it hard for you to keep your weight on? <sighs> it was tough. Yeah, I can honestly say. What I probably, were you What were I you playing? Like, I was, what were you playing at? I was playing corner. I was no, playing, no, but what was your weight? I was probably at like one seventy five. I was a shrimp man. Yeah, I was a little shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> one seventy five. So. One year or two years there before Memphis goes, uh, comes calling, how did mm-hmm. that all work out? Um, Actually, man, uh, yeah, um, two years of yep. JUCO, uh, transferred to University of Memphis, but I had, like, a lot of offers. I had a personal workout with Bama. I was actually about to go there, but the way my grades were and transcripts were, uh, coming out of high school in JUCO, it right. didn't mesh. So I told myself I wanted to be a big fish in a small pond and play right away exactly. Coming from JUCO, you know sure. what I'm saying? So I chose Memphis, man, and we flipped the program around, and they're have, they have a great program now, and we're probably going to play our first and first New Year's Eve Bowl yeah. this year. We just what was that? Why Memphis? Like, what, what made you feel, um, other than being a big okay, fish so in a small I, pond? That was my first, visit in my, my first official visit in last. So when I went there, I went in the weight room, and I saw how hard they work because I work hard, man. Uh, coming from junior college, and I was like, man, this is where I want to be, period. Like, I saw how hard they worked. Uh, it's probably like 25 degrees on the field. They had ice all over the turf, <laughs> really? and they're getting it in, and I'm like, yeah, I want to be a part of this. How'd that personal workout go with Bama? It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they had like two other five stars in me, so it was just three guys. We're working out. I do the drills or whatever, and I'm done. They told me to stop early. They seen enough, and I ran my 40 for them. I ran a 4-4. I just didn't get the offer because of the transcript stuff. I feel like maybe I'm wrong here, 
But to bring things full circle, when I watched the video about your assistant coach talking about you working on your jump shot mm-hmm. two weeks straight and then it pays off, I feel like it's almost kind of like a small snippet, almost like a microcosm of you and your work ethic and yeah. your life. You work hard at, at basketball, it pays off. Juco, same thing. Eat greedy. Now you're in the NFL, undrafted. What is it about the dirty work that you almost kind of like? I mean, you're talking I love about, it. You're talking about I Memphis. Love it, There's ice. Yeah. And you I work love hard. I love it, man. I mean, I, it, that's just a true testimony of where I come from. Yeah. I mean, we were probably one of the poorest cities besides the, you know what I'm saying? New Orleans is very poor. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, man, I, I came from worse. I can work hard and grind. Like, this is nice. <laughs> nice facilities, good hot tubs. I work hard. Like, man, that's <laughs> nothing. That's That's the easy part. I mean, I like it. Uh, other people may not, but that's that's cool to me. Like, long as I can just keep my head down at work and and focus on one goal, like I feel like I could be successful with anything with what I've been through in my well, past. Well, you got the great work ethic, but maybe during the off season to get a chance to go down to Beale Street. What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> I've been down to Beale Street probably like two or three times in college after big wins, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of culture there. Good barbecue spots down there. It's kind of like. And that was another reason why I went to Memphis. It was kind of similar to New Orleans. Yeah. Um, Bill Street is like Bourbon Street for New Orleans for Memphis. So, I mean, Bill Street's pretty dope, man. Did you check out any music down there? Yeah, uh, jazz. I'm, I actually make music. Do um, you? Yeah, I make music. I, I don't rap or anything like that. Right. But I make uh, instrumentals and beats like that, more classical, and uh, it's pretty dope. That's really? awesome. Where, where yeah. did that start? Uh, Actually, junior college. I had an iPad, and that's when uh, – I forgot what it was called. Like they had loops and iTunes where you can make your own beats. Okay. And I was kind of like messing around. Garage Band. Yeah, Garage Band. That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> so I downloaded Garage Band and I was playing around with it and I enjoyed it because I don't really go out or do anything like that. So I'm like more a homebody. I'm on Xbox and I'm making beats, and that's what I do. Do man. you talk to any of the fellows? Because obviously, a lot of guys have different music interests mm-hmm. and interests on the team. But I feel like a number of the DBs. Oh yeah, we we all listen to the same about it, the same thing. Like it, I'm not gonna say I. I obviously, when people look at my playlist, they like, are right, what are these people on your phone? <laughs> but I definitely have their music too. Like I'm don't put me in charge of the ox card in the car, a car or nothing like that because you probably won't know what I'm listening to. So, what are you listening to? Like what what are uh, what's more on your underground phone? guys? Um, okay. more guys that uh basically rap about for rap for purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, work hard. Uh, motivational rappers. Uh, that's the type of music I listen to. Yeah, but uh, and when you say underground, an old school guys, okay, like so, Jay Z, those yep. type of guys, and Nas, and all those guys. It's funny how you saying Jay Jay Z's old school. I guess he is. I think of him in terms of, wow, he he's he's a couple years older than me. But that, but but that, but <laughs> yeah, that, that's, but, but that's that your is time, a, though. That, yeah, that's that's right. your time. That's before my time. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what about uh, uh, geography and culture in terms of? Are you drawn to music? down south as well oh uh, yeah a little bit uh obviously i grew up to like lil wayne and those guys mm-hmm. because i'm from there but it's crazy because i like a lot of west coast rappers um like dom kennedy um and then up north raps like jay-z biggie and all those guys yeah. so it's just it's weird that i the southeast area with music it's okay to me but yeah. I, I ventured off to the other places okay so what was the first song growing up that you knew every single word to oh that's tough <laughs> it has to be wheezy that's, doesn't it yes it's definitely wheezy i don't know it's hustler's music by lil wayne 
like that that's, song. That's I don't know. Song. I can't spit out the lyrics, but I, I yeah. know the song. Mm-hmm. So so you started your NFL career. You didn't get drafted because <laughs> the the start in the 40 at the combine. Yeah. But the, but the slow sa- poke, slow poke. <laughs> but the Saints <laughs> signed you. What was that like for you going back home and getting your first opportunity in the National Football League in your hometown? Oh, man, it was dope. Um, it, it, it was tough also, um, I can honestly say. Because it was a lot of people that came up to me, a lot of people that wanted things, obviously. Um, but tickets. <clears throat> tickets, definitely. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. I can't do it. Yeah. I'm undrafted, and I'm not playing every week. So right. <laughs> this can't come out of my check. But it was definitely a blessing, though. It motivated me to get on the field quickly. It motivated me to learn fast, and it motivated me not to BS about my craft. So. Is it true that you texted Sean Payton and he – thought you were an intern or yes something? i was like yo i'm ready let's go <laughs> he's like who is this i'm like it's hard to black coach <laughs> save my number man <laughs> yo, yo i'm ready let's go you didn't even sign it <laughs> no <laughs> i ain't signed a contract yet i'm like let's go man. let's That's, do this <laughs> oh my god so you were like jacked up obviously yeah get your offer Heck and then yeah. coach is like who? Uh, what? Did, Who? Did, did you like Peyton? He seems. Man, he I seems, love him. He seems He's like a guru. A, yeah. He's a guru. I mean, he, but but not only is he smart, he seems like a, a regular dude. Like he's a players he, coach, man. Yeah. He 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 makes you. He lets you enjoy your work. Yeah. If you work hard and you and you do what you're supposed to, he's gonna let you enjoy your 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 benefits from it. Yeah. And how loud is the Superdome? Oh, I'll tell you guys a quick story. <laughs> so my first my first playoff game was in the Superdome. We were playing Carolina. It was so loud. I was nervous. I remember that game. was nervous, nervous, nervous. I'm running out the tunnel. We get to the sideline, National Anthem comes, and I just, after National I just, bleh. Really? Oh, man. Tegan calls me Willie Beeman. Willie Beeman. Willie Beeman. <laughs> 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 uh, everybody laughing at me like, ah. I'm like, I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous because it meant a lot to me, obviously. Yeah. But it was loud. I, I just, I wasn't expecting but it. But how many plays did you get in that game? Uh, I was I was, I was core special teams. Yeah, guy. right. I, so every special teams, I, I were out there. I was out there. You guys had a nice lead in that game, and then Cam made a charge. Didn't yeah, you? at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but but NFC you grabbed that victory, and then who do you play? Who do you play in the round after that? Who did we? Play? I do remember that? Game. Oh, we went to Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> Booger McFarlane was talking about that last night, the Minnesota yeah, Miracle. He kind of, yes, we, I don't want to get off. I don't want to get off track here. He, he kind of used that in the wrong uh, phrasing, but um, it was the right yeah, phrase. But, but anyway, the Minnesota Miracle. Jeez. Yeah, we lose to Minnesota and then I come back next year and we try to do it again and we lose with the PI. Wow. No, I'm a jet though, so that doesn't yeah, matter. No, either. I know. <laughs> but yeah. have you ever have you ever been part of an ending like that, where that that game's over? No, over. You know, over. Yeah. Are you like almost in shock though when it first happens? Are you, or I'm is it like deflated? I'm looking for every reason for him not to have scored. I'm like, he had to step out. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be something like holding something like, right. nope, touchdown, game over, go home. I think you guys win the Super Bowl that year. Yes. Yeah. What about last year? I think last year too. Could have. <laughs> Could have. Yeah. Real talk. But you weren't. You were in Indianapolis. Yeah. Was in Indy for a while. Uh, yeah. Like six games. Yeah. That yeah. was my first time actually really playing real football. Yeah. Like on defense, corner, um, getting some. My first start was against Tom Brady. Played pretty decent. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Now Rex Hogan is assistant GM here with the Jets. Mm-hmm. He came from Indianapolis. Yeah. 
How much do you think that kind of helps you in the process is that here's a guy who not only, sure, he's got game film on you, but he's watching you at practice each and oh, every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, it helps out a lot, man. I think they know how hard I work, and, and this, this, this game means a lot to me. Um, and I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. That's that's my my main goal. What has this season meant to you, man? Yeah, you've you've been out there on the field ten games. Mm-hmm. We've talked a little bit about your history and your trek, but now it's like okay, your guy made this four season, starts. Yeah. yeah, this season, man, it means a lot to me. Um, I feel like a lot of people that was in my position that would have been in my position wouldn't have did what I did. Mm-hmm. Waited three years to kind of get to play a little bit and mm-hmm. and earn some stripes and and do good. Uh, it means a lot to me. It shows me that, you know what I'm saying, I persevered through the tough times, and now that I'm getting more comfortable with playing and 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 learning on the fly and starting and, and being more experienced, that I'll be good. Do you feel like because your first year of football was as a senior in high school, you're almost learning more than what someone your age that started playing in sixth grade has learned? Yeah, I would say – um. When I started late, especially when I went to junior college, I felt like I had a, uh, I had to double up on my work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When I went to JUCO, I had to train two times as harder because these guys been doing it since they were small. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really never took days off. Uh, after a Thursday night game, uh, we played on Thursdays in JUCO. So it's a community college. Everybody would leave. Mm. So Friday, Saturday, I would work out. I work out twice a day, lift and run. Because I was small, man, so I needed to figure out what would be best for me to be successful right. going into a four-year college and be able to play in the, and get into the NFL. So, I mean, I worked out my I worked my butt off. I can honestly say I just double worked. I had to. Everybody had it. One a guy told me he said, "Man, you're not you're not uh, going against the people just in junior college. You're going against everybody in the world that's trying to get to the league." And when he told me that, I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." I got to double up. <laughs> I got to work. What was the draft day experience or draft weekend experience like for you? Did, 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 did your agent say, hey, listen, you got a chance, or you get some calls Man, around sixth, seventh round? What, what's happening? I thought I was going to get drafted, to be honest. Uh, my senior year, I, I had a really good season. Uh, I did the um, NFL PA Bowl. Yep. I was a late uh, transfer to the Senior Bowl. I did the combine. I mean, I, so I felt, you you had to talk to a lot of teams just being at all those I just, places. I felt like I was going to get drafted, yeah. so I actually had a a, a draft uh, outing uh, at one of these uh, oh, restaurants did. in uh, Memphis because I thought I was going. How get many people? It was it was probably like a good twenty thirty. Yeah. I didn't tell a lot of people, right. but um, I didn't get drafted. It was tough, but Sean Payton called me. I'm thinking I'm going to get drafted in the seventh round. They're like, "We're going to get you. We're going to get you." Yeah. But nope, they didn't get me, and I signed free agency. But that kind of put a chip on my shoulder yeah. because the guys that I saw that was getting drafted in front of me, I'm like, okay, I got you. <laughs> You're like, yeah, really? I, I know I can play. Yeah, <laughs> I know I can play this game. Yeah, and, and listen, and, and that's the story. I think when you look at all these rosters in the National Football League, that sure they're first round picks, second round picks, whatever. But you really can build your rosters uh, through. Uh, uh, getting guys like you, the undrafted. There's so Some many dogs, stories, baby. so Some many dogs, stories baby. of undrafted free agents who come and, and they are big time contributors Some for your dogs, football team. Man, um, Look at uh, Kyle Phillips this year uh, on your dogs, team, man. huh? Lean a defensive line and tackles and Some tackles dogs, behind man. a uh, line of scrimmage. And everybody's talking about, oh yeah, Tennessee doesn't have any of these players, and, mean, uh, you know. and and I'm like, Tennessee doesn't have any players. Well, well, I don't know. Kyle Phillips looks okay. 
Did you ever? Uh, how big is Elvis down in Memphis? Isn't that his thing? Uh, he's pretty. I mean, he's all right. I mean, well, like I, it, I really didn't. I figured. Honest, I, I I figured he's like. He's definitely an icon down there. Right, Don't but is it um what what's the name? Who? The house. Graceland. Is that isn't that in Memphis? I think? Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, no doubt about it. What about, what about the city? Um, you're living out here in Jersey. How often do you guys get a chance to get together? Maybe the DBs go out in the city, have a dinner, and stuff like um, that. Um, we go out every once in a while. Yeah. They, I'm like I said, I'm. When I go out, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, Arthur, uh, you're, you're Arthur's out? Here. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, nah, I'm more of a homebody, man. Like, I just wish we were a little bit closer because I'm a foodie. Yeah. Like, uh, I'd rather, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So. What's your favorite kind of food, then? I I try anything, man. Real? Yeah. Uh, anything? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all game. All if right. it's good, I'm, I'm. If it's good, it's for you, and yeah. as long as it's not red meat. Yeah. So, Once white you, meat and fish. Yep. Right. When do you start your holiday shopping? Christmas around the corner. Uh, I, I started uh, actually Monday, Cyber Monday. Did you? Black Friday. Yep. You know so you saying? got after it online. Okay. I had to. Yeah. I had to. I got a big family. I'm the oldest of five, so everybody. Yeah, you're the old, you're the oldest. That's right. So the siblings, how old are they? And what, uh, are, what are their names? Uh, we got Juan, Rabian, Kawanda, and Henry. Um, they're so the youngest is 18 and then everybody's from 24 to 18 okay 18. so we're like we're all close because like it was like mom you're pregnant every other year every two years yeah. you know what i'm saying so we we're real close with each well, other let me ask you this uh from your background obviously as you should be proud of where you are now how do you stay humble outside of giving back to the community oh man i, I got a long way to go um like I said, uh, I do this little thing uh, every year. I, I'm trying to see what I could do it up here. It's called Coats and Cuts. So I'll give out uh, coats because it's going to be freezing here, man. Obviously, it's snowing and stuff, and I give out haircuts to the homeless. That's the one thing I do, and I'm looking for somebody to help me out to, to do it this year. Up here, up here in Jersey? Yeah, man, I feel like you should Jersey. talk to uh, Zotter about that. Yeah, I'm going to hit Zotty. Coats like and Cuts, I like that. Yeah. All right, well, you have anything else? No, man. I, I, I'm uh, actually getting hungry. I'm thinking about gumbo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Arthur, we appreciate you coming on the official Jet Podcast. I appreciate y'all for having me. Powered by yeah, AWS, Fed MGM Casino Studio. Sure. Rate us, review us, NewYorkJets.com, YouTube, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play. We're everywhere. Just, everywhere. Yeah, we got everything. We, we got it all covered. We got it. <laughs> <laughs>